Philippians 4.8 says, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Welcome back to Think This Way. My name's Bryce Beal. I'm an elder here at Faith Bible Church. And can you guess who I have with me? I can guess. It's Mike Schaus. <laughs> it's Mike Schaus again. Bryce's podcast shadow. On our first episode when we said Justin and Dan will join us, we lied to you. Just kidding. <laughs> Actually, they will be in future episodes, but we're glad that you're with us, Mike. I'm glad to be here, Bryce. Yeah. And we are talking about something very important. And before this recording started, as you indicated, also very controversial, <laughs> which we've been doing. But that's important because I think the controversial things are the things we don't talk about that much. So that's why we want to talk about them on this podcast. This quarter, our focus has been on Scripture. And last week, we talked about Scripture or the Bible and mental health. And this week, we want to talk about the Bible and entertainment, and we're especially thinking of movies and TV shows, so media entertainment. And I'm just going to start us by asking this question, can a Christian glorify God by watching a Charlie Brown Christmas? I do it every year. Okay. It's my favorite Christmas movie. Yeah, it's a great one. Even oh, yeah. has the gospel story in Luke. there. Yeah. I mean, the guy with the blanket reads that. I know I should know his name. So most Christians would agree that it's a very innocent and acceptable thing to watch this entertainment, the cartoon, A Charlie Brown Christmas. So let me ask another question. Can a Christian glorify God by watching pornography? What do you think, Mike? Never. Never. And almost every Christian in the whole world, with few exceptions, would agree. Now, both of those things are entertainment. And they're both uh, media entertainment. So we have basically here set the ends of a spectrum. On one side, you have a Charlie Brown Christmas, very innocent. Even children can watch it. On the other side, pornography. And everyone agrees we don't watch that. We don't participate in that kind of entertainment. In between, you've got a large spectrum of what is permissible in the entertainment that a Christian is taking in. And that's what we're talking about today. First, can a Christian watch a movie that has a lot of cussing or swearing or using the Lord's name in vain in it. And the example I think of is The Wolf of Wall Street, which I think has other stuff in it that's an issue as well. But my impression was that The Wolf of Wall Street set some kind of record for how many times swearing takes place there. So can a Christian watch a movie like that? Can a Christian watch a movie with a sex scene, which today is most adult movies probably contain at least one, or with nudity? Number three, can a Christian watch a movie with graphic violence? So, Saving Private Ryan, uh, for example. And Mike, you had even given another category, which is helpful as well. Can a Christian watch a movie where you may not have a sex scene or violence or swearing or very much of that, but there is a clear message that's against the Bible that's being presented in a favorable light? So this would be a movie that's praising, let's say, homosexuality, or um, maybe making light of something the Bible is serious about. So that would fall under... Um, like adultery. There's a lot of movies where the, you know, the affair is the popular thing in the movie to do. You know? Absolutely. I think uh, Michaela and I 
not too long ago we had started a TV series and it was it was free of a lot of these things we've just talked about which is rare so we thought great but as we got into it one of the main parts of the plot line was a man who's already married falling in love with a woman and it's presented as true love but the woman's not his wife and so and it was presented in a way that the world would present it so we we ended up we wrestled with that and we ended up not watching that so that's a good example too well you have to answer these questions because you're living your life and you could just not watch movies Mike, you had mentioned when you had considered going to Moody maybe 20 years ago. Yes. What had happened there? So my wife and I really wanted to go to school, right? And I knew I wanted to do something teaching, and I loved the Moody Bible program you know, on the radio. So I was like, let's go to Moody Bible College. But one of the things I had to do was I had to sign a paper saying we wouldn't dance and we wouldn't watch movies, and both of those were things we were not willing to do. So that is one way a Christian could handle movies you don't even have to think about it you just don't watch them and if someone wants to do that that's totally fine no problem with it i would say probably most christians don't do that but someone could do that you can't impose it on others but you could do that yourself but for those who don't make that choice and who are going to be selective but watch movies or tv shows what do you do about all of these things we just talked about i will give you personally what i do the first thing we're talking about right now in this podcast is sort of the can I question. That's what we're talking about right now. We're going to, in a second, move to what I consider a more important question, which is the should I question. But we're just talking about the can I. So a movie has swearing, a movie has sex or nudity, a movie has graphic violence, or a movie has a, a worldly message that it's pushing. Can I watch that movie? The first thing that Mike and I would both say is we're at a point now where you don't have to go into a movie blind not knowing if you're going to encounter those things because, praise God, there are resources where people will tell you what to expect in almost any movie or TV show. What is the one you mentioned, Mike? We do Common Sense and Plugged In. We do both of those. Kind of use both of them. You know what I mean? So those are websites where you can just look up any movie or TV show. Michaela and I use Plugged In, and we actually, at this point, we never watch a movie unless we've used Plugged In. For sure. Yeah. Because yeah. we don't want to be surprised, and there's no need to be. So anyways, there's a shameless plug for Plugged In or Common Sense Media, or just Google. I think even IMDb, if you go on there and look at a movie, often has like a parental guidance section. So at least looking at that. But you've looked it up. It tells you what to expect in the movie. How do you know if you nix the movie, if you watch the movie? I will give you what I personally do, and this is not a command unto all people for all time, but this is one Christian genuinely, sincerely trying to live a holy life and wrestling through this in 21st century America. So when it comes to swearing and or violence, I'm willing to watch a movie. I wouldn't let my kids watch it, but I'm willing to watch a movie with some swearing and some violence if and only if it is serving some other purpose even apart from merely entertaining so if there's a movie that has a good amount of swearing and a 
good amount of graphic violence. I'm trying to think if I've ever made an exception to this rule in my life. But I think for the most part, if it's not going to benefit me in any way besides just being fun, I almost never will watch it. Why do I avoid that? Because you say, hey, I go to work and people cuss. And violence is a part of life too. It's even in the Bible. It's very true. I think, number one, what you're taking in is what you end up putting out, generally speaking. You can't help that at work. You have to be in the world. You choose the movies you watch. So for me, if I watch a lot of movies or shows that cuss a lot, a lot, then I am tempted to cuss. Even if it's just in my mind as a response when I'm angry and I don't want to do that. Also, of course, within swearing, I look at using the Lord's name in vain as sort of a even a higher level. So many of our swear words are sexual in nature, but then there's also using the Lord's name in vain. I don't appreciate either of those things, so I try to avoid that. And then violence. If a movie's just fun but super graphically violence, I think the issue with violence primarily is that violence, if it's just presented for fun, tends to numb us to the image of God in man. It makes us think less of the value of human beings. I will watch a movie if it has some swearing or violence. For example, if there's a benefit like a historic appreciation of the sacrifices made in World War II. So I've seen Saving Private Ryan because I don't want to forget what took place there and the price that was paid and the sacrifices that were made. But that serves a purpose beyond just fun. But even there, I try to limit what I'm watching. The other question, which is about sex, if a movie has a sex scene or nudity, I just won't watch it. I, I can't do it. You and I were talking, Mike, earlier, is there someone who can sit in a movie theater when a sex scene happens and watch it and not disobey Christ's command, not even to look after someone with lust in your heart you've committed adultery? Can someone do that? I think God's designed opposite gender body in most normal circumstances to elicit a particular response, which is great within marriage and not outside of marriage. And so... I don't think we should be looking at anyone except our spouse in the nude. And that is happening in a sex scene and more, even more. So I don't do it. It doesn't help my spiritual life. So that's how I answer the can I question. How would you help someone who's wrestling with this, Mike? They're trying to answer this question of can I watch a movie that has some of these things in it? Am I allowed to do it? They just heard my answer to it. What do you say? You know, everybody struggles with different things. My children, for instance, there are certain movies that some of my kids can watch, some of, one of my sons can watch, that another son can't watch. You know, if I see on Plugged In that it's, um, you know, something, you know, like with a, a lot of sex, you know, not like, like graphic sex, but just sexual in nature, you know, meaning like this relationships and stuff. I know there's a certain son of mine that, you know, I wouldn't want him to watch that. It's another one. I'd have no problem with that. So it's, you know, it, that's really something you have to know yourself. You know, what, what causes me to stumble? What causes me to sin in my mind? Well answered, Mike, because that sort of leads us beyond the can I question into now the should I question, which to me is my primary interest. We try to take one point in every podcast since it's just a brief podcast and make it the focus, the takeaway point. And to me, the can I question is not the takeaway point of this podcast, although it is incredibly important, and I don't want to minimize it. The question I'm most interested in, however, 
is the should I. So here's a movie or a TV show, and you're asking, can I, as a Christian, like, would it literally be sin if I watch this? But there's another question, too, even beyond that, and it is, should I do this? Will this be something that pleases Christ? Even if it's uh, innocent in some of the areas that we've talked about already. So our interest here is not mainly what you shouldn't do, don't smoke and chew or go with girls who do type of a thing, but our interest here is putting off things that are unhelpful spiritually in order to do something better, more enriching. And that something we want to do when we're putting off forms of entertainment that are unhelpful is spiritual mindedness. You can't live the Christian life well without an ongoing spiritual mindedness. And movies or TV shows with lots of cussing, lots of sex, lots of violence just for fun, and very negative messages, they will hinder your spiritual mindedness. It's almost impossible for them not to. So that's why we're asking these kinds of questions. This takes us back to Philippians chapter 4, verse 8 that we read at the beginning. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever's honorable, whatever's just, whatever's pure, whatever's lovely, whatever's commendable, if there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. And Paul, in the previous chapter, speaking of false teachers, he says they have minds set on earthly things. And then in his letter to the Colossians in chapter 3, he commands them, set your minds on things above, not on things on the earth. The reason we care so much about entertainment that we do a podcast on it is because, let's face it, the movies and TV shows that you watch, they will decide for you to some extent what you're thinking about and how you're thinking about it. Are you thinking about the glories of Christ, the riches of your inheritance in the saints? Are you looking at brothers and sisters in the local church primarily as people to serve and to love? Are you looking at unbelievers primarily as people to love and to push toward the kingdom? The entertainment you're taking in won't determine that, but it will have a big sway on what you do there. Mike, maybe you can help us with this question, because as we're talking about entertainment, I think a lot of people come home from work, they're tired, they're younger, they got kids, they finally get the kids down to bed, and they say, it would be great if at that point my wife and I, we, or my husband and I, or just myself, if they're single, it would be great if I could just open a John Calvin or John Owen and read a hundred pages, <laughs> or it would be great if I could just pray on my knees for two hours at that point for everyone in the church, but I'm so tired, and I'm just completely wiped out, and so every night when I get home, I watch a movie, because it doesn't require more energy, which I don't have. What would your advice be for someone in that position? That's a good question. Now, is it a movie that you're watching, or your wife and you both want to watch, or your spouse, you know, your husband, you both want to watch, or is it just you vegging out on your own and not having any connection. Your spouse has also been through this long day and they're tired, but you need to have some some time of connection. I know like last night, for instance, my wife and I were sitting there and she's reading and I'm sitting next to her and I'm reading. And I, it's kind of like the exact same thing as watching a movie. We're not really interacting. We're both reading our books, but we do periodically stop and talk about things. You know, it's not wrong to watch that movie, but is it, it's not something that I would want to do every single night. If you're going to have a good relationship, you have to work at that. And you have to build it just like with prayer. You know what I mean, it's like 
you know, well, I don't feel like I'm close with Jesus. Well, how's your prayer life? Are you are you communing with him? Same with your spouse. Are you communing with him? You've got to have time to build those relationships. So if you're vegging out every night on Netflix, I mean, there's a big part of your life that's lacking there. Absolutely. Well said. And that's a good component you bring in because what we're saying is a person who comes home, just watch a movie, watch TV, and that's that for your own pleasure and entertainment, just to veg out, like you said. We're saying don't do that every night, even though it's hard. But the reason is for a positive reason. And what you're pointing out is that even, say, if someone's married, like we are, even within marriage, anything I do, I'm thinking about my marriage. So when you're single, maybe you'll just watch a movie because it's fun. But you have much less time as a married person, so you want your movies to count as well. Full disclosure, Michaela and I, we have a movie night. So once a week, usually Wednesday night, we will have a movie. I've usually thought about it beforehand and picked one out. Sometimes it will be a very spiritual movie, and sometimes it will just be a fun movie that doesn't have a lot of these things that we mentioned before. So that is a way to connect with your spouse, which is a good point. You mentioned also quantity. So how many nights can you do it? I'm not going to tell you. Mike's not going to tell you either. Because our interest here is that you would, even though it's difficult, make choices that will help your spiritual mindedness. That doesn't mean you can never watch a movie or a TV show, but you want to do it thoughtfully and you don't want to do it all the time because it's swaying the way that you think. You are going to have to spend time in the word and God's given us a book instead of a movie. So we're going to have to do that. I have here a quote by Susanna Wesley that helps me a lot and probably most people have heard this, but she says, take this rule. Whatever weakens your reason, impairs the tenderness of your conscience, obscures your sense of God, or takes off your relish of spiritual things, in short, whatever increases the strength and authority of your body over your mind, that thing is sin to you, however innocent it may be in itself. Similar to what we're saying here, if you turn to entertainment primarily, and especially if it's entertainment that contains all of these things that we've talked about before, it is going to weaken your reason. It's going to impair the tenderness of your conscience. It's going to obscure your sense of God. God's going to feel far away and not like a rich treasure. It is going to take off your relish of spiritual things. You can't be having impure thoughts and glorious thoughts of Christ and his inheritance and so forth at the same time. It doesn't happen. And it's going to increase the strength and authority of your body over your mind. It's going to make you worldly in that sense. And if anything does that, even a movie that doesn't have all the things we've mentioned before, a TV show, or maybe you're watching fine movies, you're just watching too much of them. How do you know? Is it doing these things? Is it lessening your spiritual mindedness? Then we need to avoid it. We hope everyone will look at their life, step aside from themselves, Take a look back over at their life and say, are my entertainment, my media entertainment habits helping me to be more spiritual minded, to enjoy Christ more, to have higher thoughts of God, to want to serve my brothers and sisters and spouse if I have one, to love others, or are my habits, if I'm honest, really hindering my spiritual mindedness, making Sunday sermons seem boring and the Bible seem uninteresting and driving me away from serving others. It's a question we all need to be asking ourselves.
Thank you once again for listening to Think This Way. I'm Bryce Beal. This is Mike Schaus with me. We do hope to have the other elders with us here soon in the future. But until then, we hope that God will continue to work in your life through this means and others to help you look at the Bible and think this way.